Ah, uh, well, uh, we're getting started late, so how are things? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's a, it was a hell of a Monday, man. Just busy. From yeah, me too. I had a crazy Monday. Just nonstop for you. Yeah, man. Yeah, I uh, tomorrow I'm bringing Keaton with me to work, so it's going to be even crazier. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it was was today. The kids were out of the house. Uh, the mother in law came by uh, and took them, but. I had another lecture that I delivered. I had open office hours, and it just felt like I was on Zoom sessions all day. Yeah. (laughs) And then we got the kids karate and had to go out, you know, finished up, wrapped up the Zoom, and I said, I got to go. And we bolted and went to the kids karate. So what time was karate? 3.45. Okay, that's early, though. Like, Like with me, like if I'm picking up Wes from school, I pick him up usually the latest I possibly can. So I'm leaving work at five so i can get him at 5 30 but that means that our night is like shot like it's home homework if there is some he'll play while i make dinner i make dinner and then it's pretty much like you know kids they lollygag so by the time he's done it's kind of time for bed you know (laughs) so um, yeah we didn't have that today today west stayed home he had the sniffles i meant to ask because we hung out uh on friday for my birthday and we had a movie night with the kids outside um, but Wes started sniffling pretty late Sunday night, so we kept him home. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would have sent him home anyway. But I assume your kids are good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. The only thing we had today was from all the the lovely Santa Anna winds. Yes, all that uh, all that crap that's been and I think sp- that's where his sniffles yeah. are coming from. Right. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we got home. We made uh, we prepared chili in the crock pot, so that was all easy. Set it all up. We we did the whole the the full. What is it? The uh, the whole nine is that is that a, a term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole nine yards, <laughs> dude. Man, we had we had the plates out. We even got a bread bowl. Uh, Charlotte and I made cornbread, so we we did it. We had everything out. The butter. I got some honey out. We had everything. Yeah, man. And I don't know, man. They just they seem to to turn. Sometimes I'll turn dinner into it's just like a fiasco. <laughs> you know, we're trying to get them to. Uh, we, we're trying to remind them of manners. You know, right. instill in manners. It's it's tough to get them to remember, and it's it's amazing sometimes when we, for a couple of days, unsolicited, the kid said, "May I please be excused?" And Whoa. it got quiet. Man, you, yes, you may go do what you want. I don't care. You can go. <laughs> you can go smoke a cigarette and watch um, some porn. I don't care. No, but it was uh, it, it was amazing to hear. And then it, you know they have these ebbs and flows where they just have times where we're struggling with it. And like tonight, Charlotte's like, can I give me the cheese? And I said, Charlotte, you you can't just take the cheese. You have to you have to say something nice first. Okay, please. And and just say something about mom's cooking. That's fine too. So she looks over at Lindsay and goes, Delectable. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy Eat Pot. I'm so glad you took it there because you were describing your food. I was like, oh, man, that sounds delectable. Yeah, and it was. <laughs> I usually that's one of those meals I, I fill with. I fill up far. I, I eat far too much and roly poly out of there. Do you do it often? No, only when it gets cold. Oh, OK. Oh, <laughs> otherwise, I'm, yeah. I'm sitting at the table. I'm basically like in a light sweat. <laughs> yeah, it was nice and chilly today. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Listen to some transatlanticism on the way home from. Oh, there you yeah. go. It felt good. Got through about two thirds of the album, man. It was nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. How long is your commute? We had to run an errand. She had to pick something up. Lindsay's done one of those things where it's 
it's not like a dollar. One of those Facebook groups where you can buy stuff for a buck, and pe- it's basically people are getting rid uh-huh, of things. Yeah. It's not necessarily like free cycle, but yeah, like it's the buy nothing. Yeah, like we have buy nothing groups. Yeah, here, yeah. So it was nice. We got to, I got to listen to my music. It was quiet in the car. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. Uh. Yeah. Uh. This episode is coming out. Uh. I'm assuming that we don't know who the president is at this point. Um, well, uh, it, we're, and we're talking that this is coming out on the 6th, right? Correct. But with all the mail-in ballots and everything, the, uh, do you think they're going to get to 270 electoral votes by when this episode comes out? Um, I don't know. What's the uh, what's the usual turnaround on that? I mean, isn't it around this time? Uh, I mean, usually they know the night of, but technically the the, the winner is not to... For about a week, winner is, week and a half, uh, right? Is assumed the night of right. on election night because everybody's voted that night with all the mail-in ballots and a lot of mail-in ballots can be mailed in depending on your state on election day, which means that gives seven to 10 business days after that for those votes to be counted. So uh, it's a whole thing. And I'm sure by the time this episode comes out, we'll know a whole lot more about it. Um, yes. And then man, uh, did the Dodgers win the world series or what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know, right? Who knows? Who knows? We were talking about that tonight. What's going to happen? And yeah, uh, last night was like a very lackluster game, yeah. but I'm so glad nothing amazing happened uh, really for either team because that leaves some energy to be put on the field tomorrow when we're recording. Right. It could be the final game of the World Series or yeah. could lead to game seven. Yeah. And Lindsay um, was saying with, maybe they'll maybe they'll start with Walker Bueller and and then just kind of play like there's no tomorrow. And I go, you can't play like that though. You have to, you have to imagine and save your next starter. If they go to that final game. Yeah. I say if we're up four runs, throw Kirsch out again. again you know already. I mean? like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> although we did that. I went to game seven when you Darvish, uh, through a garbage game, I was at Dodger stadium and Clayton Kershaw came out and did not help. Um, and we're dating this podcast so poorly because <laughs> at this point we already know, <laughs> Uh, if the Dodgers won. Most importantly, Justin, did you order an iPhone 12 Pro Max? I did, I did today? not. Because, and I still have both uh, this kidneys. This is now my reminder to make sure that I did pre-order that because that's also today. Gotcha. Or, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's on the 6th. I think it's on the 6th. We don't know. Who who can know? There you go. Five minutes in um, and you've got your reminder. I'm sure you've already yeah. taken care of it, though, by this point. Exactly. Well, usually I'm up early. I'm listening to the episode like for really the third time. And right. because uh, like usually I've slept on making the post for that day. So like this is behind the scenes. Um, this is me reminding myself of the things that I've said on this episode <laughs> to somehow come up with something clever to post about. And that's why the post is usually very sporadically throughout the day on Fridays. Yeah, because I'm listening to the episode for the third time trying to think of something clever. Anyway, uh, iPhones, Dodgers, election, electable. Give it up. And it is a political song. Now, I never thought about it. When I saw the word electable, I think I was thinking delectable. And then reading these lyrics, boy, is this one of those songs that I did not know the words to. I would just like mumble along the the syllables. And uh, I'm kind of bummed. I never saw the song performed live. It was only ever performed nine times. And hasn't been performed since 2009. I was going to say, so it had and, to be for um, the release of that album, and then that was it. Yeah, barely, yeah. It seems like this um, one has a very specific scope. I mean, it's a, it's a good, uplifting song, but it does, 
uh, I don't know. We'll get into that with with the lyrics part of it, but it does seem like it's it's uh, I don't know. It gets a lot of love in the, in the community. It does. You said it does. Yes. I I I found in my research it was very fifty fifty, and a lot of people yeah. didn't love it. Um, and I listened to it again today. Uh, going in, I was like, this is another banger. Absolutely love this song off Chase the Slight. And I do. In the context of the album, I love it. As a standalone track, I kind of was like, everything I don't like about Coffee and Cigarettes, the intro and verses of the song sort of remind me of. It's just sort of like just banging away at everything uh-huh. and the guitar tones just kind of like whatever. Chorus is awesome. Love it. It's got a bunch of group gang vocals and stuff like that. We'll go into who those people are. Um, and when that bridge hits, oh man, that is why I love this song so much. Absolute top five banger of a bridge. It's so incredible. And of course I check John Fields has his fingerprint on this check. Yeah. I'm telling you, John Fields needs to produce this band. I looked at some other things that John Fields worked on um, and all just like incredible stuff. He did uh, most importantly, I think, uh, oh, he did the Rembrandt's LP. Okay. Right, right. Um, we talked about <laughs> yes, that, we right? Did. Uh, which was their third album, not the one with the, with the Friends theme song. But he did Andrew WK. And I, is that's the one with Party Hard, right? Yeah. For production, uh, I thought that Andrew WK did all, I guess he played all the instruments himself, but maybe he, I, I thought he had produced it himself as well. Well, this is his debut album and listed as producer Andrew WK, John Fields, Scott Humphrey, TSD, and Frank Verti or something like that. He did Mandy Moore, Pink, The Dolly Rots, Switchfoot, Backstreet Boys, Joe Bros. I mean, Rooney. So Rooney, he did the same year that he did Chase This Light. Um, And that Rooney record was everywhere. I never really got into it. Oh, this is their second record. So I don't know if Calling the World did as well as their first record. But I remember everybody couldn't shut up about Rooney and I didn't get I didn't get the hype. I tried to get into it. Um, Yeah, I couldn't. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But Miley... Demi Lovato, uh, Selena Gomez. I mean, all kinds of like a lot of pop stuff. He did a Daryl Hall record in 2011, but he did this all time low record, which is really almost the only like sort of scene adjacent band in this group of bands. I would say like maybe Rooney, maybe Andrew WK, maybe semi Sonic, um, but all time low, like in Jimmy world, I could see doing a tour together. Um, and those bands worked with John Fields. Dirty Work, uh, is like mm, sort of a forgettable all-time low uh-huh. record. All their records are great, but um, I'd have to go back through that record and see if it has all the same things that I love. But telling you, every song on Chase This Light that I love, John Fields had a finger in. Um, so anyway, uh, I wanted to touch on some of those things. Well, good. Give John Fields his in. due, man. I absolutely love this guy, John Fields. Um. And anytime there's a discussion where somebody's like, oh, who should produce the next Jimmy World record? I'm just going to start throwing out John Fields. Yeah. Name. We should ask Jim, uh, did you hate John Fields or what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It'll be like one of those situations where you say it from the background so much that they get it in their head that they thought that they thought of John Fields. You know, once all the dust is settled, they go, why don't we just go with John Fields? That's great. Excellent idea. Yeah. And then you just <laughs> sitting there shaking your head in the background going, I've been saying this for the last eight years. Yeah. What the hell, guys? <laughs> um, so let's hit lyrics. Let's talk about lyrics right. and see what this song is really about. Because, yeah, again, I don't know. I never thought about it. I, it's called Electable, but I probably always thought of it as Give It Up, which is a parenthetical song, which I didn't we think that... Um, 
uh, All the Way Stay was the first parenthetical yeah, song, and, and then we, we found yeah. like another one, <laughs> and now this one. So <sighs> very wrong. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So okay. Uh, so we start out with, uh, I came up like everyone. They taught us all the same. Now they, I think, is just the the uh, like the the grand they. Like the would that be the royal? Um, the royal, the royal day, day. Yeah. uh, yeah, I, and I, I, I think that's just, and that's a line I understand. Yeah, like I didn't that that was never lost on me. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking that superiors instilled their beliefs into you know you you grow up and there's adults around you and and you're always told hey they're wi- respect your elders they're wiser than you think they are. Um, they they teach you know they teach the younger generation the same they teach what they what they learned and what they want the younger generation, how they want them to act. Right. So we're the, we're the ones that right. run this, this show. So here fall in line. Um, so I'm thinking that's what it's starting out at, with is that I came up like everyone. They taught us all the same. Uh, we all got the same spiel, you know, growing up. Right. I, I was very much like, Oh, uh, uh, the teachers are the, they, but yeah, I think, yes. And I now, think that can go. Yeah. It could be a literal teacher. It could also be the, the one that, that, reared you or the one you grew up with somebody that's older than you that you're looking up to um i said what they told me to say and then from that they grade so i actually thought listening to that line i said what they told me Uh to say and then from that day grade like i i grade like i just got i oh aged i always thought and then from that they came but i didn't it didn't make any sense to me but i was like okay (laughs) yeah and then from that day grade like it uh, you know reading it it was different hearing and then from that they grade, as in grading a test, right? Yeah. So I think is what they're saying here is how well will these people fall in line? These these adults, these superiors are assessing the youngsters. I did everything you needed me to say, right? Are they going to be the ones that fight back? Or are they going to be the ones that fall in line? Uh, and you know, the ones that fall in line, they just disregard. It's the it's the problematic ones that they've got to keep their eye on. Uh, and now here's a, the third line in this verse. Had no idea what the hell was going on with this line. Uh, no way. <laughs> give up repeating the facts. Fact could be arranged, which is a cool line. Yeah. And fact can be arranged, right? Yeah. Fact could be arranged. Okay. So give up repeating the facts. You're saying could. And it's, it, but, to me, this is like. Oh, so it is. It does say could on genius. And the liner notes, it says can. Oh. Fact ooh, oh can okay. be arranged. Which makes more sense. Um. I guess it doesn't make more sense. It has the same result, but I could I can hear fact can be arranged more than I, I hear. Well, fact and I always thought he said that can be arranged. Yeah, but one hundred percent the first part of the line, yeah. I did not get yeah. what he was saying. Yeah, it's because I think he staggers repeating. Give up repeating he the does. facts. Correct. He says repeating too, mm-hmm. not repeating. Like I would have probably said give repeating up the facts, but that doesn't make any right. sense. Right. <laughs> but that 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 keeps you say give repeating give repeating up the facts but give up repeating the facts makes sense but it is such a weird um cadence right yeah so give up repeating the facts fact can be a fact can be arranged Uh, and i think they're referring here to uh rhetoric but even rhetoric can be misunderstood or reframed you know, talking about the whole fake news thing, it it doesn't matter if it's if it's fact or not. If somebody if somebody um, says no, that's false. Now I have to go back and check check my facts. And if that's said enough times, it's like you start to take that for the truth. Like I, you know, you hear everyone 
from your house all the way to the post office to Vaughn's and back, everyone's spouting these same things. It's now you start to think, is this the truth? I can't even tell anymore. I'm so um, just, what is it when you're fatigued by, I, I don't know, uh-huh. both sides telling their story, which which is true. I don't know. Um, and give up repeating the facts. A fact could be arranged. You, you're, you're repeating what they're telling you, what they're saying are quote unquote facts, but fact could can be arranged. They can... They can rearrange it however they want. They can frame it however they want. So Correct. just be aware of what you're saying, what you're repeating. Don't be such so blind. Right. Here I am. I'll take my chance. Now I think they're standing up. I'm ready to take the stand. Now play the record straight. Cool line there. Yeah. Right? Now that can go both ways. Now play the record straight. I think that's a play on um, set the record straight. But because we're yeah. these are musicians, now play the record straight. Could that also mean... Like play the record straight through from start to end. Don't don't pick and choose things to tell me. Tell me from the beginning what's what's the honest truth up to the end. Play the record straight straight through. I don't know. It could be either of those things. Like um, yeah. either telling them to let's set the record straight, or don't don't be giving me um, you know part of the story. Tell me the whole story. So th- that's the entire verse. Uh, by the end of that verse, it sounds like this person is, has uh, has found uh, has been reinvigorated, and they are now uh, ready to take a stand. And then we get to the chorus. Now give it up, <laughs> right? Now give it up, right? Which is like just like a a stand your standard like pop shout out. Yeah, arms raised. Uh, you yeah. know, it's uh, the the end of uh, Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give it Does up. That have, uh, I, well, I'll have to remember. No, this song doesn't have that that vibe to it. It doesn't have that hit at the end. Right, not the um, one for the ring. No. Yeah. No. But the 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 visualization of um you know the end of the, the give f- it up yeah, part. Yeah. Yeah. Now give it up, and then you said oh 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 right there that part you can hear other people in there right. Correct. So we got Amy Ross, uh, who we talked about is from Whiskey Girl. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Finn and Jackson Adkins which are uh, Jim's kids, mm-hmm. Jim's boys, and then Ava Lind, which is Zach's uh, daughter. Oh, cool. She's in there too, huh? Yeah. And then, Did they show uh, up? Um, yeah, I thought... Were they elsewhere in this album that we had talked about them showing up on something similar? I want to say it was all three of them that you had mentioned before. I feel like an old man. I'm like, what? No, I don't think on this record. <laughs> okay. Then it must maybe it was one of the newer tracks. I do think it has been. I do think it happened, but not okay on this record. Well, that's cool to know. Um, Amy Ross in there, and then the kids, because it is very much. Yep, it's very chanty for for totally, being a bunch yeah. of O's, right? Yes, you know you got to be careful when you repeat O's um, without. My, I mean, my guess is I, I I don't know that it's this part, but this is gang vocals, and that seems to be like yeah. you're going to have all of those people on there. This right. seems to be the place that it yeah. would make sense to have those people. Yeah. So a couple of uh, several O's actually, and then another give it up to just reinstill that that uh, that sentiment there. Give it up one more time. And and huge Jim affectations, which I love. Give it, give up. it up. I don't know how he does his voice. It's like it, it like whatever you love about Davy Havoc's voice. This is Jim's version of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> Right, and you know how he does that when he's at the when he's at the mic and he's playing something really hard on his guitar, and he does that thing. It's kind of like a rock forward with his head into the mic. I yep, can imagine exactly. two or three rocks in this. Give it up, you know, like give it up. Yeah, Almost one for yeah, every yeah, one of those. Totally. <laughs> Very pronounced movement on Jim's part there. <laughs> uh, 
And then we jump into the second verse. And a, a little bit more of this uh, trying to make clarity of what you're seeing on TV. Talking points from talking heads with automated smiles. Uh, I can't remember which song I first heard. If it was actually the band Talking Heads or if it was uh-huh. a lyric that said Talking Heads that made me want to either look it, look it up or, or ask about it. Either that or I may have figured it out that Talking Heads is just a, another way of saying um, like an anchorman or somebody that's on a late night political show, right? It's just the person spouting the, right. the days. I remember, yeah, we got in trouble. Well, not in trouble, but one of our first notes in Thelma's documentary class was we had no B-roll uh, over our documentary subjects. And she was like, well, you just got a bunch of talking heads. Yeah. Um, and that's, and it was literal talking heads, like just interview shot to the next interview shot to the next interview shot and never right. cutting away to anything that they're talking about. Um, <laughs> and what a thing to realize so, too, is like, wow, that's, that's yeah. Spot on. So obvious. What a note. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You mean I can show what they're talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah, so talking points from talking heads with automated smiles. And that line reminded me of uh, Mr. Love in in my high school, I want to say American government class. Shout Very out much, to Mr. Love. Dude, he, and he, you know, he had, he had like a, how would I describe it? It's kind of like a, it was like a helmet head haircut. Very clean look. Glasses, short guy, uh, wore khakis, and then uh, kind of looked like 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 a, a Al Borland, right? That kind of vibe. Oh, but yeah. But just more of a, a helmet head to haircut. Very clean looking, but I could totally picture him in the 70s getting down, um, you know, in the hills <laughs> uh, in that summer of love or the late 60s, just kind of oh enjoying himself. But he, he had us listen to Don Henley's Dirty Laundry, the lyrics. He had printed out uh, lyrics for that song. And and the whole idea there is, um, if you've ever seen the music video, you can just read the lyrics. But uh, one of the lines that that this line got me thinking about was in the third verse, where Don Henley says, "We got the bubble-headed bleach blonde comes on at five. She can tell you about the plane crash with the gleam in her eye. Isn't or it's interesting when people die. Give us dirty laundry. These guys that are telling these stories, they tell these stories. It, you know, it could be it could be the death of two young kids." And yeah, I'm sure it does make some of them sad, but the way that they deliver it, it's so, it seems sinister sometimes how yeah. just, it just seems like they're so without feeling, even though I, that's not, that's part of their job to be, you know, happy when they can Or if be they happy. do nail the feeling, um, then they go into, and coming up, we got puppies. Like- right. <laughs> and I think that's what they're saying here is talking points from talking heads with automated smiles. They just have, look, they've got to go down the list of whatever the produ- producer has put down on this sheet. Let's just talk down that list. Um, it, it, you know, hit the right talking points. Make sure not to screw up our side. And it's just, it's all fake. It's all fake. Well, and- I also think it's like um, your your politicians are are that way, right? Like every, you know, every corrupt politician in a Batman film is like this great looking like dude who... Uh, smiles and waves and looks the part and all that stuff. Yep, greasy, um, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, every time I see Gavin Newsom, I think of that. Like, I was <laughs> he like, does this look, guy looks he does like have that. He looks like appearance. the fucking mayor of Gotham City, <laughs> Gavin Newsom. <laughs> I think it's that slicked back haircut and his his yeah, tan. Yeah, it is. Is the slicked back hair like has his hair always been that long? Like, or is that his like 
Corona. Yeah, I think it's the Corona cut, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was more to the um, side, but yeah, now it's yeah. The the further the more uh, front to back you go, the more you look like uh, the mayor of Gotham. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's what. Uh, yeah, I would do that when Wes's hair is long, and then I'm giving him a bath, and I comb it straight back. I'm like, look, he's like the bad guy in an '80s film. <laughs> he just needs a like a, an accent, right? And he's got yeah, exactly, yeah. John McClane. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, right. yeah, 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 exactly. We get, we're, right. we get this. And and another, the first line, I'm on board. Understand 100% what you're talking about. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Dude, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just getting this in. The Dodgers have won the World Series, so we can update the, uh, <laughs> the episode. Yeah, I, I remember seeing bright lights and what looked like a wormhole, and I don't know, man. So I feel fuzzy. A little bit. My beard's a little longer. I don't know what's up, man. What happened there? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, um, electable. Where were we? Do we get to the chorus? Let's do it. Okay, I, you know what? I'm going to try and match the amount of enthusiasm I believe I had a week ago. <laughs> it, it's weird. It's one of my favorite things that podcasts do. And they're like, oh, we just took a bathroom break. And you don't hear a break at all. Right. And uh, and everything on the mic sounds the same and everything. So, yeah, I mean, uh, let alone an entire week has passed. Right. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, now we're here the day before the election uh, and uh, and feeling more uh, electable uh, than ever. So, yeah, give it up, David. Give it up. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I clicked over, so I've had the tab open. Seven days, and I clicked it. I didn't see the cursor, but there was a the second. I believe we're in the second half of verse two, like you said, just going into the chorus. Yes. Uh, so I think we were saying um, just to, to. I remember us talking about up. fact could fact could be arranged versus facts. Um, uh-huh, Grammarly uh-huh. wants me to say the fact could be arranged, uh-huh. um, and I think I wanted him to say can be arranged, and I can check the liner notes, but I think it might be could. I, mean, I think we talked about that. Yeah, but isn't like a comma just an omission of a word anyway? So couldn't it be two words and just say we're assuming that he's saying the fact? Oh, that's true as well. Yeah, it grammarly. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, in the second half of verse two, give up acting unaware. You can't ignore the crime. Uh, stand up and don't be so blind to what's going on before you. Just don't turn a blind eye to this. You can't ignore the crime that's before you. Um, oh, and oh my gosh. Yes, you're right. Verse two. I'm over here talking about verse yes. one. But yes. Verse yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, I know. I Got thought you, I thought you were I mean, you're going way back. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. we're in the way second back. half back of verse two. Yeah, yeah. And then the final line of this verse is the enemy is you as well. The enemy is I, screaming at the top of his lungs, Jim yeah. is. And I love I love that turn point. of frame. The enemy is I. That's so uh that's like a ten dollar sentence. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's not he's and he's not he's not passing, he's not projecting. Uh, he's saying the enemy is you as well. The enemy is I. I'm I'm just as guilty as you are for this. So let's make a difference together. And since I'm in the liner notes, this is interesting. I I remember us talking about there's no higher ground to stand than bottom of the pile. Um, and again, Grammarly wants us to say the bottom of the pile. Um, mm. but this is a quote in the uh, liner notes. There's no higher ground to stand than bottom of the pile. So that is as if he's quoting somebody's talking points, some talking heads talking points. So if so, you think that's an actual quote that he's pulling? It's almost like uh, hmm, either that or he's being facetious. 
is that you've got these people that want to take power, but what they don't want is for anybody to be any higher than bottom of the pile. So the talking head, one of their talking points is to encourage the voter base or the base gotcha. yeah. to not strive for anything higher than the bottom of the pile, which is what I'm interpreting from those quotes. What do you think? I think that's that's very uh, visible and apparent now is is trying to dumb down the masses so there's no unrest. Yeah. I remember a, I remember feeling test- weird about that line last week or two minutes ago. But yeah, <laughs> um, but and I I I I probably went to read the liner notes and then the lights went out. But um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's interesting that that's in quotes. Interesting. And, and then that and- does feed the next line more. Give up acting unaware. You can't ignore the crime. Um, that's that that's almost like the narrator talking to themselves again after being told something like not to try, essentially. Right. I mean, this does sound like it's a like a podium speech, the whole thing. Yeah. You anyway, know, from yes. verse one into so verse two. Yeah. And then we go and back again, into and- give giving it up. Yeah. And and oh, I love that he does his gym affectations, and I think we talked about it. But the, it up. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very unique. Going that uh, it's it's uh, it sounds like um, like exasperation, but it's controlled exasperation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, give it up. Yeah, do you have do you happen to have a chorus queued up? I because this hits the chorus twice, it does kind of go somewhere, and I'm wondering if there's a tambourine or something in there. Because Let me, like I know Zach is like hitting the ride and it's really nice, but it's almost like more than that. So it might be a tambourine or something in there. All right, let me see if two minutes is it. Yep, that's a different song. <laughs> Can you tell, man? It's that time of year. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to the middle. I'm gonna go to minute thirty here. A little too oh, far there. Yeah, this is the yeah. That's the bridge. So that's let's the... say I'm gonna go to. Go to 50. Sure. Here we go. Yeah. There it is. So we get that extra harmony in there. There's probably a tambourine buried in the mix, but it's that extra harmony that really brings it in. Yeah, in the second half of that chorus, right? And that held out O, that last O is so good. Very Davey Havoc, man. That's him doing that Davey, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) He's channeling Davey 13 years earlier. Yeah, girl's girl's not gray, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, oh my God, this bridge! Oh it, man, this is a top five bridge oh, of yeah. all time. Now, it's funny because I talked about how I f- I feel like this song needs like a, some sort of guitar hook or something in the intro. It needs a futures like yeah. lick to really because the beginning is just sort of boring and very like just like plotting. Um, but this just opens it up to this whole other plateau of amazingness. Um, yeah. So let's let's dig in. All right, so the bridge starts off uh, screaming, by the way, or singing loud, rather, not singing out full voice here. Not in my name, you don't speak for me. And this is, again, this is, uh, this year is Barack Obama's first year vying for the presidency. Oh, 
Yeah. Right? So going back to this, this is just before this is this is released two weeks right before. Um, no, or is this the first year? Yeah, this is it. This is two weeks right before um, the election that this is released. I'm uh, no election year would be two thousand. I never. I I was bad. I didn't fill out the release date. Let me. I'll, I'll fact no, check. No, it is. That it's October sixteenth of two thousand seven. So I'm sorry. It would be the next year that. Correct, but this yeah, is the next year. a month before the election. Yeah, right. So this is, yeah, Barack Obama's De- first year I vying mean, for the presidency. This is coming out when, this is coming out when the debates are happening. Yes, right, yeah, very electric time. And it sounds, you know, again, I, I, in my notes I have, it sounds like a podium speech at this point, especially in the bridge. Not in my name, yeah. you don't speak for me, I am my own person, and you don't make decisions for me, you don't tell me, um, or tell other people what I have said and what I stand for. I will tell them. Uh, and then, oh man, I am my voice, and I want to scream. <laughs> yeah, and he does it with such uh, such passion. Yeah, uh, he says that line. They are done with complacency, uh, and they're ready to yell out their opinion to whomever is willing to listen. And this is this is how I stand. You either stand with me or you stand on your own. But you know that's that's the beauty of living in this land is the freedom of speech and the freedom of you know which, which position you want to hold. But uh, this person is clearly done with being um, with having the wool pulled over their eyes. Oh man! Then we continue on. You want my air? You want my life? Uh, and then maybe thinking that I'm I'm expendable to you. I'm just another dollar, another. Uh, yeah. another tick tick in a box or another um another stat to them to that's take it, it. That's, that's all way, I am. it's like um it's uh it, it reminds me of the debates this year everything's coming down to fracking right yeah. um uh and i was thinking about how uh you know there's so many districts and states that re- that rely on these jobs that just don't even exist where you or I live. It's just a whole other world. It just doesn't even exist. And when you're running for the president of an entire country, you have to appeal to those people as well um, that have these jobs that you just don't like. Everybody's like freaking out about uh, jobs leaving or coming. And you're like, what even are these jobs? These are real things that people do. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, and uh, and so it makes me think the you want my air you want my life is uh you hear uh the candidates uh debating uh how important or not important fracking or the future of fracking is or if fracking is good now or if fracking is going to go away or if it's supported and all these things um that uh do these people six months ago or six months from now give two shits about fracking you know what I mean? Right. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, so it's just something uh, that, that that something like that. It's like all my problems are your uh, solution now because I live in a swing state. I live in a in, right. In a state and, and, you I, and I look like someone who you need to, yeah. to uh, persuade. Right. So that's what that line makes me think of. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. OK, I, I get that. Um, it's just yeah, it just seems like I'm I'm expendable. I mean something to you now. Um and and this is what you want from me right now, but what are you going to say down the road when when you've got your yeah. your new position and you know I'm <laughs> I'm no longer as important as I was before. Uh, I act as one, but I'm not alone. Uh, this is what I'm saying, but there are others who and there and there are others who feel the same, right? Right. Like I act as one, but I'm not alone. There's more. There's right. more. I think for myself, but I'm yeah. not the only person that sees what's right. going on here. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and then there you have it. Then you have the chorus 
uh, repeating three times yeah. at the very end. So it goes yeah. from once to twice and then to three times. Yeah. To really hammer that that home. And then there's a great outro that's, I think, like 30 or 40 seconds of just, like, cool, uh, like, it's very, like, let's throw our guitars at the onto the floor and walk away, at, uh, walk out of this space, you know, type yeah. of sound. Uh, which it's, is very um, reminiscent of older Jimmy Eat World tracks. Um, like, stuff off the singles album and... and right. Uh, uh, very noisy uh, type stuff that I like. Yeah, just really long. Uh, just the notes that ring for seems like minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I think I think what works best about this song is the chorus and how simple it is. And that's just great pop songwriting. And that's what I yeah. love about this record is it's pop song after pop song after pop song that are so good. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I, again, this is like I I. I don't coming back into the song specifically for this song. And I think I said this probably last week. It's a problem with uh, doing this. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I, in the context of the album, love, love, love the song by itself. It's kind of like, huh? Eh, it's okay. And then the chorus hits. You're like, oh yeah. And then the bridge hits. You're like, oh fuck, this is the greatest yeah. song I've ever heard. Right. Um, it definitely so, yeah. builds. So how much did we talk about the song? We're only Dude, I was just getting to that. I, I lyrics, don't think so. we were, we were 45 minutes in, just started the lyrics. Oh, we must not have uh, talked about the song at all yet. <laughs> did I talk? Did Man, yeah, I don't even think we talked about, we, did, we didn't do song meanings, did we? I don't think so. It's I don't not, think so. Yeah, I don't think we, we've done 4K. anything. Yeah, did I, I mean, did we, I talked t- about, we talked about the, the guest vocals, because there's gang vocals on the OOOs. Yes. Because um, we got Amy Ross from, uh, she's the Whiskey Girl. And then you got uh, the Adkins kids, Ava Lind. Yes, yeah. Um, all that type of stuff. Did uh, we talk about the Tempe sessions? Did we listen to it at all? I uh, don't think so. We didn't get that far. Okay. All right. Good. Then we haven't touched my 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 bullet note or my bullet list down toward yeah. the bottom. Then. Um. All right. Okay. I think I'm caught back up on where we were. <laughs> yeah. And so thank you for uh, dealing with us, audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. It's. It was. Uh. It was not. It was something. It was. It was an act of God. It was now out of our hands. Right. It's just. Oh yeah. The, my power went out. Then I got sick and. All that stuff, so yeah. So there you have it. I mean, it's we're we're doing our best here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um. I have I have uh that they played it nine times. Uh, the first time was the 2006 at the Del Mar racetrack in San Diego, and Whoa. the last time was 2009 in the Fuji Rock Festival, I believe, is in Japan. Um. So at some Japanese music festival. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's an A major, 11B Camelot. It's almost three minutes long, and it's a 173 BPM. Mm. Yeah, it's a little quicker than usual, uh, right? Now, 173 is pretty, yeah, fast. Um, yeah. They're probably playing, like, the double time of it. Um, mm-hmm. Or they're using the metronome as, like, a double time to it. Yeah. Because it's not like the song is, like, a, a, a super fast uh, punk rock song. Right. I'm going to start a watch together. Um, okay. Because I have a note here from uh, uh, an interview that Jim did where he talked about needing help doing this record and uh, and specifically talks about this song, uh, I think. So let's let me go ahead. I'm nearly there. Gotcha. OK. Copying and pasting here. Jim Adkins speaks about electable. Give it up and needing big help. This is uploaded by Listen and See. OK, I have joined the room. If you have started you playing it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay, I think I should be good here. 
electable is about about the political process? Is it about the people that we see in the my in my great line is you know talking points from talking heads with automated smiles? Uh, yes, yes. Lines. You know, like the like the ABC debate that happened not too long ago yeah. that was just tr terrible. You know, it's kind of like that? that's exactly what it's about. You know, just come on. If you took if you took away like the the wedge, so you know the supposed wedge issues, I think you could have like a really good conversation with an intelligent you know conservative person and an intelligent liberal person. It's like all this all this crap that doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it's yeah. just so not helping anything, and it's it's now's the time when we need some big help. And it's it's just so waste it's so wasteful to to spend that time and energy focusing on just things that don't matter at all. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like the, the, a lot of the politicians are just sort of in defense mode all the time. But that's because they're getting attacked all the time. And I, I don't know how you know a person with an ego <laughs> like me or or them can hear something that just isn't true and not want to respond to it. You know, with and then it just takes up time to talk about what's really important. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, like. Exactly, like kind of responding in a in a um, on on their kind of attack level of sophistication. Um, yeah, I understand that tendency. Politicians have to be pretty egotistical too. Like, I, I it yeah. takes a special kind of person to say that they want to be in charge of everything. You know, <laughs> <laughs> almost almost as egotistical as the lead singer of a rock band. Yeah, I guess, man. <laughs> Aren't you running for office yet? No, no, <laughs> not yet. Far, I don't think I'd ever be elected. <laughs> so yeah that's an interesting uh i feel like he touched on a lot of the stuff we talked about in the yeah uh, in the lyrics in yeah. our lyric uh sort of yeah he even analysis. mentioned the the abc debate from a that's few right. days before that right so yeah <laughs> we are uh channeling jim tonight all right <laughs> oh, now jim <laughs> that's me doing a, a seance <laughs> is the only version of the tempe sessions uh, you have, is it the one that's in our drive? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I couldn't find it again. Same as last time we did oh, I, a, another Chase This Light. I couldn't find it. Here but it did comes. You, did you want to listen to a little bit of it? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay, here, let me, I'll play. Um, I thought you meant you couldn't find the link. I just said, No, I no, just no, yeah, I had it up. Okay. Let me see if this, if this plays. Well, I came up like everyone. They taught us all the same. Said what they told me to say, and then from that they grayed. Give up repeating the facts, that can be arranged. Well, here I am, I take my chance, I play the record straight. Give it up. Oh, 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 you know, this is just the four guys in the room. Uh, because there's no video, I can't see. But it, clearly, it's Tom doing some of the harmonies. But do you think Rick's over there doing OOs too? Because it does sound like is, yeah, it does sound like there's two people in the back that are uh, not necessarily harmonizing, but they're adding into that uh, the um, that chorus there. Now, let me right, jump yeah. ahead and I want to see what the I want to see what the bridge sounds like. That's more right in the middle. Let's see. <laughs>
Now in the in the CD or the album version, do you hear that? It sounds like a chugging guitar underneath that goes like. Oh, do you hear that hear in again. the? Okay, it's not in that one. It's only in. Oh, 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 on the album. Yeah, but do you hear it in the album? And I mean, clearly, they, I mean, they aren't doing it here. It's just like do 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 be do 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 be. But I, I, I very I don't much. Know if I hear like a double time chug in there, let me see if I can play Let's it. Let's cue it the, up. Okay. Yeah. Different keys. Maybe it's the two. There's the there's Jim's guitar, and I believe either he has done a second guitar underneath that's in like a left channel, uh-huh. or it's Tom playing a guitar. But I think I mixed those up and thought it was more like a. Uh, I see, yeah. And it was just it was just that slight offness in their guitar yep. that sounded like it's uh, chugging along. But yeah, not a bad thing to hear, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, it still sounds great. So yeah, the Tempe sessions was a little bit. Was it? Um, Lower in key? Yes. Yeah, right. Maybe it was uh, either they hadn't finalized or it's just easier for Jim to sing live in that half yeah, step half down. Yeah, half step down or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And this also shows up, uh, again, in the video game sector on Burnout Paradise. Oh, that's right. And Burnout Paradise is the one I am familiar with. Yeah. Burnout and that Paradise, came- I love. I played that a bunch. That was released in uh, January on January 22nd of 2008. So about three months later, this was released. Oh, okay. And I had to look at the soundtrack, man, just to see, because I hadn't played that game. Um, or if I did, I don't remember it. But I think that soundtrack in that game opened up a lot of new bands to me. NERD uh, was one of them. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Army of Me. They, I think they only had that one album and the one song that was going through changes. And well, there's a lot of other big names on here that I had already known about. Jane's Addiction, LCD Sound System, Guns N' Roses, Kill Switch Engage. <laughs> Alice in Chains, brand new is on there. The Archer's Bows Have Broken. Um, Faith No More. Oh, wow. Right? So is this the one Is this the one that's more like Grand Theft Auto where you can drive around and, and just yeah, kind of Yeah, you never get stuff. out of the car, but yeah, you can pretty much go yeah. wherever you want. Yeah. Okay. And it's called Paradise City, of course, so they had to have that Guns N' Roses probably ah, that's right. part of the intro, right? The jing, 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 jing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I did, I did enjoy listening to "Going Through Changes." That was a sweet track, and then hearing, I think, on this album or this game, they had uh, "Rockstar" by NERD. But I remember getting into them through "Lap Dance," which was the okay. one that starts at that bow, 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 bow. I mean, it sounds like an NERD song for sure. Mm, yeah, for <laughs> sure, it definitely. Is. It opens that whole album. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this one was a yeah a later. This is not their first video game album. Uh, or video game track, but no. it shows up. Um, I think their first one was what, like 2004. So this is four years later. They show up in. Burnout that would be Paradise. an interesting look. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Go back and see what their first yeah. video game, yeah, song was. Well, technically, it was Satanica, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, and I don't think that we discussed this the last time we did. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the last time we did uh, a song off of Chase This Light, did we talk about the album artwork at all? I don't remember talking about the Not peacock much. feather. No, I mean, Not much I, I, other than I looked more into feather, it. Yeah. And oh, nice. they had the photographers. It's it's actually husband and wife combo, Davies and Star. And Carol Star, if you look at her picture on Discogs, she has got, um, looks like maybe she is a, uh, maybe she's into sailing. Uh, I don't know. 
but she's got a what looks like a captain's hat on. She looks like or a skipper's hat. Okay, let me share share that with you. And as a British photographer, primarily known for her rock work, she set up Davies and Star with her husband Chalky Davies in 1979. In 1988, they moved to New York and now concentrate on still life work. And I want to say, I mean, they still have their site ChalkyDavies.com. If you did want to visit this, just to sure. see, and they have some of their work up there. It's a mix of, um, you know, they're 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 well rounded photographers. They've got motion motion photography they're doing now motion videography and then they've got their images and then a rock and roll category make photographs that move you so i'm glad they're sticking with that um if they've been around for that long i'm sure they're up there in their years a little long in the tooth yeah i'm trying to <laughs> i don't know what this crest is i p s t z oh can you see the crest or on her hat p eight one two maybe yeah hmm Oh, interesting. I didn't know you could get that close to it. Huh, look at that. F- I didn't know it was that high quality. LZ? Yeah, I can't tell. Oh, you're you're looking at the uh the acronym in the center? Oh, I can't yeah, even tell. It looks uh, just like just it looks below like red on that banner. Yeah. yeah, it's it looks like maybe a family crest uh judging yeah. from the shield shape and it's got a lion with a crown on top. Yeah, I'm going to see if I could do a reverse image lookup. Yeah, uh, see if you can find that. And uh yeah, let's see what else. What else did I have on them? Oh, so I went onto their site, and uh, so you can look at their blog. And so they took a picture. This is from July 13th of 2016, and the photo is in 19, taken uh, in 1978, and it's titled, Eric Clapton Arrives at Blackbush, 1978. Now listen to this. I mean, you're, at, you're at a photographer capturing these people's lives as they're going through stardom. Uh, you know, Eric Clapton's a huge artist at this moment in time. Uh, here's a photograph that shows the level to which rock stars are pampered. It is backstage at Blackbush Airport at the Bob Dylan concert. Dylan was quite happy to arrive in a coach with his band. He enjoyed looking out of the window at the surrounding British countryside. But Eric Clapton had a different idea. He wanted to excerpt the minimum effort to get to the gig and wanted it done in the shortest time possible. So a helicopter was sent to his country house where it landed on his lawn. Eric walked the short distance from his house to the waiting helicopter. So it's a picture of what looks like a you know a, a British coach on the right, and I imagine that's what Bob Dylan was had ridden in, and Bob Dylan uh-huh. is, is standing outside of this, um, looking at one of those just a helicopter that had landed on some just some old asphalt, and Eric Clapton's getting out, and these you know it's two musicians, one two different ideologies, one enjoying the countryside, one flying in his own you know in his own chartered helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> to this yeah. the Bush concert. But just imagine you're the photographer capturing that moment in time when rock and roll is at its peak, you know, the late 70s. Is this just one of the blogs that you happen to grab? Oh, yeah. I just happened to go through their website, and I was just looking at uh, stuff okay, that cool. they had posted, and I found, wow, okay. So they, they have been around huge names in rock. Just Oh, yeah, totally. What was funny is I thought you were going to then say, and this peacock feather was on his luggage or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, they're more into still life now. So I just imagine she thought of um, chasing this light and spectrum, light spectrum. And you see that on the cover. You see the, 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 the array of light from reds all the way to the greens and blues, right? Yep. So there you have it. That was my information on, uh, on the photography of this thing that, so Davies and Star still seem to be doing their work to this day. Sick. Now there was a lot in um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm kind of jumping around here, uh, looking at the community. I do have a lot of links to this song. Um, looks like a lot of posts on Reddit, at least four posts and multiple comments. Oh, and let's see, it shows uh, up as the song of the week. Now, this was from sure, yeah, that was Pebble Swift. Yes, this was Pebble. And I Swift. think he and, did it himself. Like I think it was his song of the week. Yeah, because the way that works is they they have uh, somebody picks the song right, and then they highlight that person. So it was Correct. submitted by JG four two nine, and then yeah, so it was oh, a Pebble I Swift see, submission. Okay. So it said it was a post by JG four two nine, and then yeah, song of the week Pebble Swift. The reason that Pebble Swift said is I can see that. This isn't necessarily a song for everyone, and I wouldn't really call it underrated. However, I think in terms of what it offers, it does well. This is the only song I know of that gives off this racy late night in the big city with lots of lights kind of vibe. I love this track, and I think it holds up quite well uh, to the test of time. A good old Jimmy Rock song to get you pumped AF. I wonder if he's like, because uh, it's funny. I don't give the race. I don't get the racy late night big city lots of lights vibe. If I knew this song from Burnout Paradise, even in the back of my mind, I might. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe that's what it is. <laughs> so, I saw a couple of other comments uh -huh. that had that whole, I like to put the pedal to the metal uh, when I listen to right. this. Or I like to, I, I have to watch my speed, myself speeding on the freeway if this is ever on. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the, I can see the song isn't necessarily a song for everyone is like uh, a little like a political. Um, yeah. Like, that's, oh, that, yeah, I think like a, you know what I mean? Yep. Right. Um, I would say the song is for everyone. Who does they who, should at least listen to, be, to it once. Uh, yeah, controlled. Uh, well, to me, who wants to who wants to be told that there no high there's no higher ground to stand than the bottom of the pile? You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I like that. Oh, and this inside the inside that thread, um, there's are three comments that I had extracted. So one was user Nexus U. Uh, this is the song that got me into Jimmy. I've been a fan ever yeah. since I heard it back in 08 in Burnout Paradise. So first exposure was in a video game. So imagine that, just listening to that, and you think, hmm, this song's cool enough. I wonder what this band is, and now they're now they're in the subreddit. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, yeah. so, and then later down in the thread, uh, JG429 says, one of two songs I sing to my dog when he has something in his mouth that he should not have. The other pepper, the other is Chili Peppers. Give it away. Um, oh my god! <laughs> give it up. What you got? You got so to good. give it to your mama. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, give it up. <laughs> and this happens to be Emmy 2018's favorite song on Chase This Light. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Other than needing like some sort of guitar hook um, as an opener, and I think you could somehow uh, adjust the 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 guitar and the bridge seems like such resolve. You could write like the minor or the 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 pull if the if if the bridge is the push you could write the pole version of that lick yeah and make that the intro you know yeah yeah and you're um, saying kind of having that that future if they're taking notes yeah. do, 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 very just very noticeable yeah. within a couple of notes <laughs> yeah um i i had a couple more things uh tra track notes um as well sure, sure. uh specifically me. about john fields so John Fields played keyboards on this, but also plays additional bass. What do you think that means? Do you think it's a, it's like a, well, I don't know, man. Rick's, Rick's capable. I don't know what that means. He is. There, if it's something now, that there is, is a noticeable bass tone in, uh, that, that seems unique, um, coming out of, uh, 
the bridge. Uh, so there's the first chorus is very sparse and played up against drums. Then there's this unique bass line that comes in that maybe John Fields added. If that's any, if it's anywhere in the song, that's where I think it might be. Cause it's like a, it's a high up on the neck, like like it's, um, uh, uh, I wonder if we could play that part after the bridge. Because you'll hear that the bridge build, the, the chorus builds after the bridge from nothing and then uh, gets walked in with the bass. And then Zach really goes, gotcha, gotcha, and then they really hit it. Um, but it might be worth listening to that one part. And let's theorize is this maybe John Fields playing. Right. And it could have been one of those bass. where where Rick, let's say John Fields goes in and lays it down. They hear it. And Rick just says, that's good enough just to stay in there. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, and then you'll yeah, get the, right, you'll get exactly. that additional credit as bass. Which part is right. this at? Uh, it'll be right after the bridge. Okay, so we're gonna play that. Yeah, here we go. Okay, here it comes. Yep. That's so high it almost sounds like one of the lower notes on a guitar. Yeah, totally. Um so yeah, I don't know. That's like where I thought maybe it could be. Um but yeah. Uh then I have this from Rick. Um Rick talked about this song. So I thought that was interesting. John Fields may be playing additional bass and then Rick talks. Let's see if he says anything. On the message board of the band's website, bassist Rick Birch was asked to comment on the fact they'd recorded a second political song after the title track of their Futures album. He replied, We're getting older. We're realizing more and more that the decisions these people are making on our behalf affect us directly. So it's kind of hard not to be influenced by that and have a feeling about it. And so it just needs, it just tends to come up from time to time when we're expressing how we feel through music. We're not necessarily a political band, but I think it's part of our lives. It's part of everyone's lives. So I think this is where it stems from. Uh, so, yeah, I thought it was nice hearing from Rick. Didn't say anything about the bass, but <laughs> talked about the of the track. Um, Rolling Stone did a review of the record and said the best tracks, the churning political punk tune, Electable, and the tambourine shaking burner, Feeling Lucky, Make clear the band isn't afraid of the taut power pop pleasures of Jimmy Eat World, a.k.a. Bleed American, which made them Emo's first breakout stars in the distance pre-MySpace year of 2001. So that was a, a line from Rolling Stone's review saying that this was one of the better of the tracks on the record. Mm. Um, and then... Uh, I never got to... Oh, I have one more thing. Uh, I never got to see this played live, unfortunately. And I wrote that in my notes here. Um, (laughs) I wrote that Zach... So, unfortunately, somebody deleted their tweets somewhere. But Zach specifically talks about the drum sound on this song. This guy, Vince Romanelli, replies to Zach. So, Zach deleted his tweet. So, Zach tweets something about a product. And Vince Romanelli says... Now I gotta buy one, smiley face. Been fascinated by your sound slash playing for a decade. I'll gush, I'll gush more later, dot, dot, dot. 
And uh, Zach replies to that. This is way back in June of 2009. So this is a year and a half after the record is out. So they're probably in the studio, in the studio uh, recording invented at this right. point. Uh, Zach. So the, Zach must have maybe posted something while he was working on invented. Somebody said, I got to get one. So uh, Zach replies, I have one and used it a ton. Been on Futures, chased the slide a lot. Used it on Firefight, Work, Electable, Pain, Just Tonight, dot, dot, dot. So, I don't know. I don't know and what yeah, it was. And there's no way, there's no way, there's no, uh, like, a, um, reverse. I'll send you a direct link yeah. to this tweet, and maybe your maybe uh, sleuthing skills are better to me. Because what's funny <laughs> is the tweet I just sent you, you mm-hmm. can't even see Zach's reply on, which is oh. strange. Uh, but somehow I was able to find Zach's reply, which is here. And if you look at Zach's reply, it looks like Vince's tweet was deleted. So it's very strange. Hmm. It's strange that I can see them individually, but not together. Quite weird. Yeah, I'll look at that. I'll, I'll check that out, see if I can find something. If it's even worth, if it's even worth looking into. Yeah. And Vince Romanelli looks like a drummer that works in the VR creative space. Yes, um, uh, he's got all those drumsticks flying around, right? Lots of them. Yeah, uh, looks like he's got some. Oh yeah, Vince. Yeah, Vince. Vince Romanelli things. Creative Group. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. I thought it was virtual. Not reality. virtual reality. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nashville. Maybe he's down in uh, in Nashville doing something. Interactive drum shows, street drumming, drumming DJ. Epic openers, MC and hosting, comedic interactions, LED drumline, projection mapping, educational programs, custom songwriting, team building. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. He's got lots of video content. I'm trying to see if he ever uh, took a photo with uh, Zach. I don't see it. <laughs> October 18th, he tweeted, Welp, a year ago I was drumming. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and don't we all feel that? Uh, okay so uh yeah uh i guess yeah now now i have now i'm just in community stuff so you said you had a ton of stuff on oh yeah a ton i i have more than i normally have i i think i i'd find one or two um threads on some of these songs most of them they're they're they will be a song of the week or they'll be survivor results and they'll show up multiple times so it's nice to see um you know, it's nice to see this stuff show up in in other things. This other one, other thread that I found was a question um, by Deleted three years ago. The perfect Jimmy Eat World LP. Um, saw this somewhere else recently and would have loved to th- see what you guys think. Create the perfect Jew album. Less than 60 minutes. And I think it was, yeah, 615 Middle Tennessee gave Electable Give It Up the first spot. Nice. Right and rightly so. It's it's very it's very uplifting, um, very empowering. So I could see that as a as a first track position. Yeah. Uh, and then let me see if it showed up at all after that. I think that was the only the only uh, mention of it. But I thought it was worth mentioning. And it's also their totally, favorite yeah. album. Their their uh, flair is Chase This Light. So six fifteen Middle Tennessee must like that album quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got. Brian Kane on the Facebook group says, is there a better Jimmy Eat World song than Electable off Chase This Light? The moment not in my name, you don't speak for me kicks in, gets me every time. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's the bridge is incredible. Yeah. Sometimes when I feel like I put up, if I feel like I'm going to put a post up that says, is is there any better song than this? 
it, it's um it's fueled by that exact moment in time and just the perfect the perfect mix of me needing that song um it, it coming on at the right at the right volume or at the right whatever i'm doing is perfect and then i feel like yeah is there any better song than this but it seems to me when i think of that it's so subjective to that moment in time but you know maybe yeah. they really love electable and and uh and I thought I deserved its recognition in that post. Yeah. Uh, another one from the subreddit. If you could move a song or add a B-side to any album, what would you move and why? Uh, and this was JG429 nine months ago. And Whiskey Tab at the top, the, the top comment, Be Sensible absolutely deserves a place on Chase This Light. And I'd sacrifice Electable or Firefight to do it. Wow. Um, oh, yeah, and then this is it. So uh, the next uh, reply was Pebble Swift. Sacrifice here, it goes or um, GBSB, and you have a deal, but Electable no. makes me want to go 140 <laughs> on the freeway, and Firefight is just an awesome banger between Chase This Light and Dizzy. I, here it goes. Come on, man. Yeah. I can, get, I can get Gotta Be Somebody's Blues. That's a little... Sure, yeah. That one, that one was the one that if I had to pick a song, that's the one that, that I, could, I could nix. That's the moody... Um, that's, the, that's like... The, that, that song would be on Integrity Blues, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. In fact, guess, it does. Right? It does feel like it. Maybe it's because there's blues, blues in there, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll I'll be honest. When I was listening to this song, I had the deluxe open, and I just had it on. I want to say it was on. I didn't have it on random like I normally have it, so it ran through the album. And at the end of the album, I thought, man, that's a weird song. That's a cool. It sounds like a radio track. <laughs> and turns out it was uh, "Be Sensible." <laughs> you, I know how oh, much you yeah, love. Yeah that track and i had never heard it up until a week ago or you know a week and a half ago when i was listening to it and just how good that song is i could i could totally feel like that that would take a place on this album i would i would give up gotta be somebody's blues and change it with be sensible easily yeah let me look at the lyrics to be sensible i feel like that comes up all the time and i'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. i see yeah yeah i like that that chorus is really good yeah, it is. I, I just until I heard Jim's voice, I thought it was just another kind of pop rock song, and it just goes to show how well they can they can formulate a song. And then when Jim sang, I thought, no way, this is that track that I've never listened to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you got to experience it for the first time? For the first time, nice. Yeah. Uh, now the the this, last oh yeah, I was say, the last one that I have was another one by Deleted, and Love the Deleted title was What Songs Post. Would You Play? I know, right? What song would you play to someone to convince them to give Jew a chance? And <laughs> I try to convert everyone I know to be a Jew fan. My best friend says she doesn't like them because they have a, a dashboard, confessional, whiny emo sound. Ew. What, what? Yeah, right? What songs would you play her to convince her that they're more than just that? Uh, curious of other people's perspective, and maybe I'll get a kick-ass playlist out of it. And Siebes had a great one. Top top comment here. Action needs an audience. My enemy, Bleed American, Nothing Wrong, Your New Aesthetic, Blister Crush, Get It Faster, Get Right, Step One, Electable, Distraction, and then You. Just made a whole like a playlist Dude, for her. Yeah, they're all heavy Jew, probably 50% B-sides too. Yeah, Need to like pass that. the baby in there. Yeah. <laughs> and congratulations. That moment in the middle where it slows down and then brings you back with that, uh, that yeah. rock and... Um, outro i've scratched my head at the rocking gems they've put out um that they didn't make the cut on the album so another uh, another mention of electable in there that was yeah. the only mention yeah it seems to be a single mention in each one of these threads but it does get its uh it does have its uh it's it, its name in there i got a good one and i'm sure this has happened to you it's happened to me 
Perry Stotts on the Facebook page says, Electable isn't like a bonus track or something, right? Shortly after it came out, I bought Chase the Slide on iTunes and burned it to a blank disc. It didn't have Electable on it. I didn't even know the song existed until sometime in the last four or five years. But it's track number five on Spotify. That was a glitch, right? And everyone's like, yeah, it's just a glitch. It's a real track on the thing. Um, but that's definitely that's happened wild. to me where, uh, where either I've... I, I, I very rarely downloaded something, burned it, and it was missing a song. Um, but a lot of times I will have imported a CD and a track didn't come through or it's saved as a different album for whatever reason. And so the album doesn't play with that song. Um, right. I, w- I want to say you mentioned that when we were talking about uh, LimeWire and getting full albums. Oh, uh, absolutely. That. You, you just, you yeah, just yeah. take it as, okay, this is the album. And then you realize the actual, <laughs> once you buy the album or you get something like audio or, um, or Spotify now that, okay, I was missing a track the whole time, which is kind of like a happy accident. Yeah, I was doing some research for next week's episode and uh, the song Spangle came up and somebody was like, hey, uh, my version of Spangle has a hiccup on it. And I guess on the first like hundred or thousand copies of the uh, singles CD, uh, Spangle had a glitch. And I think mine has the glitch, uh, which is kind of cool. But is it right in the first couple seconds of the song? Yeah. Huh. It's uh, uh, we've talked about it on the yeah. show before. I'd have to search yeah. and, and, and find it. But and I think we even did. I think we I did. went we, to play we it. And I, yeah, I may not right. have that version anymore. Or maybe I did. I don't remember. But anyway, it, uh, I, I got a justification or a yes. vindication that, yeah. that I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't crazy. That glitched out right. version of the song did exist. Um, so that's all I have for community. And then I got a bunch of other versions and then a few covers. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, I've got about uh, 10 covers. Oh, nice. That, um, yeah, and I, I didn't, well, I didn't flag them as, as you know, good or bad, but. Uh, well, sure I got we can... one thing. Do you have, uh, do you have Robo Voice uh, queued up? Oh, you bet. Let me see. Text-to-speech robot. Yeah, because I got Megan Golding uh, <laughs> has blessed us with a, uh, <laughs> with a version, her version of Electable, Give It Up. And I yes. think Megan does not have intro music. Okay. All I right, used here we to go. know this, but I came up like everyone, they taught us all the same. <laughs> I said what they told me to say, and then from that they grade give up repeating the facts fact could be arranged here i am i'll take my chance now play the record straight now give it up oh 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 give it up oh oh oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's good did a little buffering so at the beginning man. Yeah, i know a what is that more intro of than i wanted but <laughs> yeah that's like a like a, a drama show like just yeah oh yeah like really that. making the audience want that first line yeah <laughs> uh oh so uh I, I think you asked oh is this is there the is there another version other than the tempe version i have a demo baby okay um, cool and uh we have it on the drive but uh, our boy metal uke uh uploaded it to youtube so i figured we'd give yeah. him a play let's do it uh, yeah. so i'll play it uh here is the demo version of electable Came up like everyone, it taught us all the same. 
I love that you can hear Tom's guitar much clearer. Yeah. I'm excited to hear the bridge. Yeah. sounds more live than it does produce. Sure, yeah. It's like a nice mix. So, no bass there. So spacey. Yeah. I love how that guitar kind of sounds like an air raid siren queuing up. I wonder if they sampled some of this and put it on the record. It sounds the same. Yeah, it does, right? Like, even that, um, the pinch harmonic that they had sounded exactly the same as the record, just not mastered. Yeah, it's, like, just probably not mixed or something. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that sounded good. I'm going to play this because I didn't think about this before, um, but this sort of sounds like uh, the drum outro kind of sounds like the drum outro to this. Take a listen. Right? Yeah. So the way the drum goes there sounds to me very similar to the way the drum goes, yeah, 
Come on. It's not a drum roll, but it goes on the up. Oh, yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to try to... I'm going to rave DJ those while we finish the episode here. Okay. (laughs) Sick. I I feel like I couldn't get rave DJ to work uh, last week, but maybe it was a bug. Let's see if it'll let me paste it. Okay. So far, so good. Okay, anyway. Oh, you know what? I I had that a bunch. You can't make... You have to use the alternate version of Electable, and you can't have it first. That's what seemed to work for me. I know. I was going through it myself, and I had you had to make it so it's the second track, not the first, and it can't be the first search result. It has to be the other one, which is still the same track, but oh, that's so yeah, it was, it was all wonky, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it won't let me put jumper second. <laughs> so I'll have to choose a different third eye blind jumper. And uh... Yeah, I only had one that worked. I, I, and I was trying for a couple of hours because it just was real buggy, but and it didn't really come out that good anyway. Oh, that's yeah, a, it's a bummer. Now, um, there is also not necessarily jumping into covers, but Patricia Sacco had an unofficial music video. Did you watch that at all? No. Okay, we we'll watch that when the time comes. It's it looks like footage. I mean, of the band playing, and then it looks like professionally shot video surrounding it. Not necessarily like it's um, like it's a home video or somebody's personal camera or something. And then it, it has a lot of footage of the I imagine what is the the national pillow fighting day across oh. the nation. Of, they have, you can see the national monument, but there's also other spots where I imagine there are other places. So it just seems it's the unofficial video. But I didn't know if it was professionally shot unofficial video. Who so I wanted be? to get your take on that when we get to that pot. I'm spot. interested to see it. Yeah. All right. Um. Let me know when you want to get into that, because I can play it now if, if you want to while you're doing well, your Rave DJ thing. Uh, yeah, Rave DJ is not working, man. It won't let me put any version of Jumper into this bitch. <laughs> R.I.P. Rave DJ. Ah, oh, man. My Patreon money isn't helping them enough. Yeah, David, step away from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, we um, let's imagine how great it was. Um, yeah. Let's, let's dig into it, because I have, uh, well, no, 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 real quick, two things. I've got two Nightcore versions of it. Yeah, Let's man. Nightcore. Okay. Real quick. Uh, here's the first version, of which there are two videos online, but they're both the same version. Nightcore. Right, but aren't they like, isn't one like three or four seconds longer? I don't know, I guess. I didn't listen that far. <laughs> yeah, this is the longer one. Yeah, you're right. Now, that almost didn't sound faster. It sounded pitched up. Yeah, pitched up. You can tell by that distortion, yeah. So listen to this one. This is Chipmunk Rock Nation. (laughs) This is so good. the same thing it's like just pitched up
it's so dizzying it's so like yeah. um it's so low quality <laughs> it just sounds stretched to hell yeah can we can we degrade this more yeah <laughs> okay let's jig into this music video okay the more that they make alvin simon and theodore look realistic <laughs> the, the more just off-putting it is disturbing yeah yes okay here's the yeah, here's the unofficial video So this footage is from the uh, the Tempe sessions. Yeah. It's just once it gets out of sync here, it just throws me off. Yeah. We must have very little footage of them playing this. Slow-mo footage of pillow fights, man. Yeah, baby. You hear the strings back there? Poking. Oh, yeah. Lumpy, and you get one of the, the bottom sides of the feather right in your eye. Always. Jeez. Still looks fun. Yeah. I don't know. I thought this was a great, great con- yeah, concept for, for the being video. being unofficial, yeah, right? So, yeah, it looks like they, they had about a minute and a half of footage of the Tempe sessions and then just threw in that National Pillow Fight Day stuff. Yeah, I commented on it. I told them they did a great job. Yeah. Um. Now, okay. <laughs> uh, did you look at Ryan Ryan Forsyth? Let's see. Is this a cover? This is a drum cover, and I do have a. Uh, yes, I have Ryan Forsyth drum <laughs> cover. Oh, I did have a couple more things though. Okay. 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 Uh, this is just. I, I wrote what? Um, <laughs> it's it's 
it's um uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh captivating. You can't look away. <laughs> This is like proto gift. It's hard to solve the same. I said what they told me to say, and then from that they prayed. Give up repeating the facts. So what's happening is it's just a an infinite pullback. It, it it's essentially a gif, right? Like it's yeah. a looping gif yeah. of a man getting bopped in the face by a cursor, uh, a pointer arrow from a a, a Windows computer. And then it zooms out and reveals the screen, and then in comes another cursor to bop him in the nose. And I, the comments on this video are pretty funny. Almost made me want to like dig through the video and see if there were right. subtle and changes. I did. I had to. Oh, you did. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Somebody said 108 was uh was well better. What are you on about? And somebody said 144 is crazy. <laughs> Um, having fun man so for three minutes it's just this repeating gif which is what no more than two seconds three seconds yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> so yeah my my uh my my comment was what <laughs> uh and then finally is guitar teacher tutorial and he also has guitar teacher a cover but i figure we could maybe learn a little bit of how to play uh yeah and I'll look at his name in, in leet speak man yeah baby so yeah the title first thing to do learn is the tuning is that a ukulele behind him or is that wall really far away no it's ukulele (laughs) so that is you can pick that up but right now it's a we tune the low e string which is the top string to also known as six is to make it sound like d so Okay, yeah. so we're drop D, baby. Just get a tune uh-huh. or something. Make it sound like this. And just... Um, fret the 7th on the low E. And play the A open. So you get that sound, right? Now I'll show them pattern. This looks like this. That's nice. It gives the strum pattern. So it's yeah. Down, 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 up, down, 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 and then up, up, down, up, up, down, up, up. I would never be able to follow that. You just gotta feel it. Yeah, I'm lost. Just go regular like this. I'm very much in the moment, feel it kind of guitar player. Yeah, yeah, totally. A. So you have A open. It's six down votes. That's me. And then D and G second fret. So that's the first strum pattern. The first is the strum pattern of the first and third chord. Second is the second and fourth one. And then the C sharp chord is four on the A and then D and G on the six. Man, this reminds me. This guy's got one of those um, guitar and amp combo packs, you know? I can oh, just yeah, tell yeah, by yeah, the sound. Yeah. First act. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 my bad. It is. So that's how it is. And then you bar the f- second of uh, all top three strings. 
Maybe the wall is really far away, David. I don't know. <laughs> and then the first chord again. Except it's the second um, strum pattern. So the intro and verse. Show us guitar teacher. So that's intro and verse. And the chorus is simple. What you do is go down strum eight times. Well, I was really excited to hear him get yeah. to the bridge, but it's at I, I, apparently this video is eighty minutes long. Um, I, what's, this I is just want to get him to draw the rest of the fucking owl. That's what I want him to get to, because <laughs> it's hard to hear him stop so much, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, it's funny. So I, I'm trying to see. I thought I'd clicked on it. Is but this you know, guitar February teacher. Th- thanks, thanks for your okay, time. Four hundred and sixty yeah. views. Um, yeah. And I see his cover has a thousand views. I was going to say this is his second most popular tutorial, which it is, and his fourth most popular video. Um, uh, but his first most popular video is a bullet for my Valentine forever yeah. and always guitar tutorial. He's got 40 upvotes and eight downvotes. So Jimmy World's just not he not shredding enough for him, I think. Yeah. He's, he can't really like work at that slow pace. Yeah, um, this this is hindering his abilities so, here. Yeah, we'll come back to him when he does his cover. Um, and I suppose that'll be sooner than later because that's all I have now. I just got covers. <laughs> so Ryan Forsyth. Yes, I've got right. Ryan Forsyth. I have no notes on him except for okay. that I have him. So um, my my question, and I want to, I want your your input on this, is he playing a different song? <laughs> okay, <laughs> listen, listen here. Got a nice. Uh, Penrose Sky Effects drum kit. Nice introduction, a little lengthy. What the hell? Right. Then he gets into it, right? Yeah. But that first part, it did sound like he was playing a different song. I think the kick drum might be like, because it sounded like a shuffle. It almost sounded like um, that doo-wop Billy Joel song. Tap-a-boom, tap-a-boom, tap-a-boom. Yeah, uh, too old to rock and roll. (laughs) Yeah. What you know about good-a-biddy-biddy-biddy? That's it. That's what it sounds like to me. (laughs) So, and I'm... and I'm all about uh, redemption, right? So I went and looked through his stuff and and found a better one, a more recent track that he has done. And okay. this one is, this guy's got some character. This is a different angle, different setup here. This is the Pretender. And let me see. Foo Fighters? Have, uh, yes. Yeah. So I, like I have it down to 20 I love the second. ride work in it. Yeah, right. So let's listen to that real quick. I think he hits this one better. And I like the introduction. We can talk over this part, but right at 22 seconds is when he starts to play his little piece. And I feel like Ryan Forsythe redeems himself in this track. And he's it just seems to be like a, a drummer that just likes to drum, doesn't really care what people think. Yeah, man. So he's here he is, man. Looks back at the camera. One last peer. I always liked the Foo Fighters. I never got yeah. into the Foo Fighters. Like, I only ever owned... Uh... I think Echo Silence, Patience, Grace. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
he's got that double bass pedal too. Yeah. Making Taylor Hawkins proud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So see, he does better on that one. So he's he's yeah, increased. Yeah. He's he's gotten better from that. Uh, but really, I thought the first time I heard it, I thought he was playing two separate songs. And we just happened to <laughs> upload that video. So, Ryan Forsyth, yeah. keep doing what you're doing, man. I like it. Yeah, man. Uh, sick. I've got Mitchell on SoundCloud. Did you hear Mitchell on SoundCloud? I, so, I have a Mitchell. Is it 7346? I don't know what any of that So, means. this one How is... Talk to me like that. Right, I know. I'm using, Mitchell I'm using derogatory terms. Something or other. Because the one I have... Uh, it is the same dude. Okay, so it's so on it's SoundCloud. You don't get to see this. So I have his his uh, video that he had uploaded to YouTube. Oh, okay. And so you can see it. Yeah, let's and what see it, it is is it's it's him playing uh, Jimmy Eat World Electable on Beatcraft. Are you familiar with What's Beatcraft? That? I had to look this up. No. So is this that like is PlayStation Two. Uh, no, it MTV looks like it. <laughs> so I'm, let me just play this so you can. Uh, we'll have this in the background while I'm explaining this. So you, while you watch this, it's uh, kind of. Filled once a time by 30 minutes. What the hell does that mean? Yeah, so I think what this is, I looked this up. This is an Android app that you can install. And what it does is it it tries to sync up these, I guess, these tokens that come, you know, they, that come toward you like it would in Rock Band or um, Guitar Hero. But it's sort of a thing that you can do on your phone that's just kind of fun to move your fingers and get them in sync. I'm doing it and right now just, on my keyboard. Like... Right, just to kind of It's not really zone working. Out. <laughs> so those 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 tokens, I guess, I'm assuming the buttons. Yeah, they, right. I'm supposing that they sync up with the sound and I don't know, it just looks like something to enhance you listening to music if you wanted to kind of relax and zone out. So and just this move. is his cover? It's not a cover, no. I think it's just all you do is you just try to get a higher score. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it builds this, I'm assuming, on the fly. Or if it doesn't, then somebody's pre-programmed these songs into this app, and maybe you have to play the song. I don't know how, because then they'd have to this this out or this app would have to license the songs. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it could be cool. It's got some decent reviews. It on, does. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, but that's let's what it is. Play his and I imagine that one and see if it's just the different. song. That would be All so right. weird. Why would you ever upload that to SoundCloud? Right. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, this is weird. I feel like he accidentally did this. He had a microphone in the room where he recorded the screen of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Is he humming? I think that's just somebody in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, that's dishes. Oh, that's yeah. dishes for sure. Oh, Travis yeah. Barker's over there, man. <laughs> is that an, is I think that's a TV in the background, too. So we've got dishes. It's got to be, yeah. A TV. And then this guy's got a microphone up to his... I'm assuming he's playing it on his phone. <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay, let's right, uh, let's hear guitar teacher's uh, thing, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Here's his full-on cover. He's gonna draw that fucking owl. Yeah, man. 
I'm not sure about those. Chords. I know about that third chord, man. Yeah. And like, why go up to the, why go up to the seventh the fret? Yeah. When you're also playing the open D. Yeah. I want him to let's hear him do the bridge. All right, guitar teacher. Yeah, not bad. No, this isn't it, man. He's not changing the root note. That's Tom's job. Oh, I guess, huh? <laughs> Okay, I mean, you know, look. All right. Look. Does he have any newer videos where he's teaching newer stuff? <laughs> uh, well, I, I, so let's let, let, let with your theme of redemption. He yeah. has that other band uh, that I think is a right. more shreddy type band, right? And has like fourteen thousand views and way more uploads, upvotes than downvotes. So this is "Bullet for My Valentine" forever and always. I don't know this song. So I can't know if this is right on great point or not. Right, yeah. Oh, it's a tutorial. So I mean, he's. Oh yeah. <laughs> the ukulele is bigger. Yeah. Right. I think that'd be kind of a cool thing to do if you were a guitar teacher and you just have varying sizes of instruments that get larger and larger until they're comically large. Doing a little bendy. All right. <clears throat> then the next part, which is this. Oh, hell yeah. I like this part. It sounds like strung out. Mm-hmm. Then it repeats, like, I think two more times. So then what you do, make a power chord shape, which is G on the fifth, and then high C on the seventh, and also on the F. Oh man. Okay, well, you know, that's <laughs> a guitar strong. teacher. But now I want to hear this because it reminded me of this strung out song. Watch. We listen to this so much. Oh yeah, it's so much like it. <laughs> Dude, I listened to that so much in 2002. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. And it was so funny because that was like what all the West Valley kids were listening to. And mm -hmm. I was only like listening to Blink and stuff like that. And then I heard that. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I listened to a lot of that. And then, you know, like that was what everybody played. Um, oh, I think we've seen this chick before. Oh, man, this is like a strung out pod now. We've seen this chick before, do Jimmy Eat World, and she does this song, Jen Fiorentino.
You got a tailor. Yeah, and it sounds like a tailor. <laughs> oh, it sounds so good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so good. <laughs> I like it, man. Pennywise, Dropkick Murphy's Rise Against. Oh, yeah, she got Menzingers in here. Oh, shit, after the party. Okay, I'm going to listen to a bunch of her stuff later. Oh, she's all tatted up. Oh, well, wow. Oh, yeah. She's wearing a hoodie here, so. Oh, strung out. What a time to be alive. That's the only strung out song I know. Uh, anyway, um, um, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song Electable by Jimmy Eat World? Uh, it's a it's a great, uplifting, powerful song, and uh, like it has a good message. And that bridge, like you said, man, is uh, is nothing to be messed with. And yeah. and I hope that uh, that everyone goes out and has voted by this point. I mean, they will, but well, they better have because oh, it's yeah. too late at this point. That's oh. too late. Yeah. What do you think, David? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I, I've said so much about this song. I feel like um, I'm going to. Uh, what do they say? Uh, yield my time to bid farewell. <laughs> To the godfathers of this pod, Blink-155, whose last episode comes out today. Um, I'm very sad, um, but very glad I can get those hours back every week. Um, <laughs> I plan to do so much stuff for them um, and uh, for them. Uh, I was going to do something really funny, and I probably will still do it uh, for the end of the pod. But I just don't have time at this point um, to get something out that quickly. Um but uh, I'm going to miss them. Uh, and so, you know, Blink will come out with an EP and maybe they'll do some episodes for that. But uh, for the most part, it's the end. So I want to wow. wish Sam, Josiah, Bill Billingsley, Marsden, uh, <laughs> the, the whole crew, <laughs> uh, Georgia, uh, the hair editor, <laughs> all the all the Blink-155 nation. Uh, and, and welcome them with open arms over here to Jimmy Pod. But um not that they uh not that they uh need to listen to our rambling so um yeah man it's kind of a kind of a trip that that's the end of an era so Bittersweet, and man. uh it's it's the reason this pod exists so i was like uh, uh maybe i want to do something like that and uh like i had mentioned i was thinking about doing maybe an are you afraid of the dark podcast and boy is that a saturated market so uh, here we are <laughs> well said David. so yeah thanks man um uh so yeah uh, i guess uh, um uh to everyone in the Blink-55 Nation uh, uh, and to all of those who voted, uh, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes!